listening to TV Tangents, a retro TV podcast. Hi, Natalie, and welcome back to episode two of Perfect Strangers. Strangers. We can't get enough Perfect Strangers, so we're so excited to keep talking about it. I could talk about, I could do a whole Perfect Strangers podcast. Oh my God. I I could do an episode by episode. We really could. There are so many things I think that we could do episode by episode Seriously. of. Or even season by season. For sure. For Ooh, sure. If you guys want to hear us do season by season of a show, mm. like if that's not too much for you, please let us know. Because yes. we have season by season of Friends on our Patreon page. Mm-hmm. Yep. When we get to like season three. <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's it. And we're of course doing Dallas, but that's because we love Dallas and it's oh, long yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, a mini series. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, long time. That's since, a soap so. opera. It you is have a soap to do opera. it that way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I would do that. Um, just let us know, and yeah. also uh, give us some shows that you want us to talk about that we can put in our hat, so mm-hmm. we can draw from our hat for sure. We've got one on deck right now. Mm-hmm. We're watching The Jetsons because that was That's a fan right. suggestion. That's right. Um, but next time we pull out of the hat, we may pull yours, and That'd that's be so excited. Exactly. So let's talk some more about. Perfect strangers. Yes. It's my life. It's my dream. Nothing's gonna stop me now. Okay, let's talk about the Jennifer and Larry relationship. Yes, the mismatch relationship that is Larry and Jennifer. He's horrible to her. Yes. She deserves more than him. And at one point, she meets up with an old boyfriend Mm -hmm. who's, like, got a lot of money and wants to marry her. And then Larry stops. Like, he's already asked Jennifer to marry him. And then Larry comes in. It's like, no, I wanted to marry you. Mm -hmm. After he's treated her horribly. And then... She's like, yes, of course I'll marry you, Larry. And, and Balky like, forces him to anyway. Because he's trying to play like the cool, no, women mm-hmm. of the 90s yes. like it when you let them do right. what they want. Which is why they broke up in the first place. Because she was like, I'm going to go out with an old boyfriend. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, absolutely. Like, he wouldn't tell her the truth. And that's yeah. why they... But then she picks Larry. And and then for the rest of the series, I'm like, oh, why? Why, why did they, you pick And him? he lies to her all the time. And she's never happy. No. And it's like, and it's very strange. And I do have to point out too that these, all these folks are dating each other for three years and no one is ever doing anything more than kissing, by the way, yes. which is fine. It's the 80s, Although, 90s. Marianne, uh, like, always trying to get frisky. Always getting frisky with Balky. And Balky will kiss her on the cheek and then she, she grabs him and dips him and kisses him. And then he's all, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which, Which is, is our favorite. How grown-ups kiss. Yes. When you are a child. Yes. My, my, one of my favorite things, too, is Larry says they are, okay, and again, later on, they're, they're, they get engaged. Larry and Jennifer get engaged, yeah. of course. Um, but she has her ring, and he got her a fake one and has to, has to uh, fix it for the real one. They sneak into the girl's apartment through a window. Marianne and Jennifer sleep in the same room in twin beds. So they are Janet and Chrissy, apparently. <laughs> I was going to say. Um, and she sleeps with the ring on. And so these fools, first of all, are all over the room. They fall everywhere. No one wakes up. They're putting lotion on her hand to get the ring off. So all of this goes on. But when they first get there, he, he says, I've dreamed about being in Jennifer's bedroom. Um, so again, this isn't just a like they don't ever allude to anything happening. They don't Nothing's do anything. Nothing's happened no. until they get married. Because they go on vacation 
first of all, they go on awful vacations. Right. And then he wants to take them to, like, the Bahamas or something. Mm -hmm. And Jennifer doesn't want to go because she's, like, every... Every vacation Every is horrible. Yep. So he's saying, like, no, this one is perfect. So they get two rooms, and then they open the doors, really and it turns out it's one room with one bed. And yes. I'm like, first of all, you're going on vacation with your girlfriends, and you have separate rooms. Right. And then but this the happens. But the guys share a room, and the girls share a room. Right. <laughs> and then this happens. And even, so later on in the series, which I never watched, like, the later episodes... Before, mm-hmm. they are renting a giant house, mm-hmm. and Balky and Marianne are still staying in separate rooms. Right, so they end up moving in because no one they can't afford the rent. So Jennifer and Larry try to, you know, they get a house because it's gorgeous and big and whatever. And then they have to sacrifice; they can't afford food. <laughs> and they're like, "I came up with a plan," which is very strange that they didn't think of this before, or why didn't everybody just switch apartments again? But yeah. Then she invites Balky to live with them, and he invites Marianne, and they both act like that was a weird thing that neither asked their best friend to come. So then they're like, yeah. oh, well, there's three bedrooms, so yeah, let's do it. So again, Balky and Marianne are sleeping apart, of course. So, But it's fun, because they it all is. get to live together. Yes. So <sighs> we forget the guys are now working at the newspaper, too. Yeah, that starts that, up in season three. That, that was um, Larry's dream job. He wanted to be a photographer for the newspaper or whatever, mm-hmm. and he ends up working in the newsroom. Being or more of a writer. Yeah, and then he gets to be a writer, and, and Balky works there, too. He's the mailman. And there's the guy from... Um, yes, Mr. Gorpley is also the Fonz from the Deliver Speedy's <laughs> Baby. He is, <laughs> and he's also... He was in Dallas that one time, mm-hmm. and he was also in Forrest Gump. He's been in a lot of things. And he was, hold on, I got it written down here somewhere. Oh, his name is Sam Anderson. Oh, okay. He was also on the Golden Girls once. Uh, he was on Growing Pains, and he was in Lost. He played Bernard in the oh, show oh. Lost. You probably have never, never seen, seen Lost. Lost. Okay. Oh. Um, but, so, I remember seeing Forrest Gump and seeing the actor in Forrest Gump. And so, when we talked about him being on Dallas, I couldn't remember how I knew him when I saw Forrest Gump. But now I remember that Mm. it was from Perfect Strangers. See, and he'll always, his most prominent thing for me will always be the doctor that delivers Phoebe's babies. Yeah. Um, But that hadn't happened yet when I saw Forrest Gump. True. True. Yeah. So, yes, he is kind of, uh, he's a bit of a dirtbag and he's always making fun of Balky and calling him the... Meepy, how do you say that? Meepyot, meepyot instead of idiot, but for meepos. But then, but then they always refer to him as a meepyot. Yeah. So I think that's what they call from people from meepos. Well, he calls himself. um, Yeah, I guess. Well, he doesn't so call himself. He says it a different way. I feel like, but I don't Mm -hmm. know. Maybe you're right. Because like the so there's the three islands that that make up the tri island area. Mm -hmm. There's meepos, pathos, and what is the other one? Galapagos? No. That's real, isn't it? So, because <laughs> when he, when his um, secret bride shows up. Oh, yeah. Uh, for his birthday or whatever, uh, the guy who comes with her is from Pathos, and so um, he is pathetic. Oh, that's right. And then there's another island. Yes. I forget the name of it. Yeah. It's, I can't think of what it yeah. is. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, my gosh. That's so um, So, it's 
meepiots and pathetics meepiots. and yes. something else. And he does call himself a meepiot. He calls himself like a meepiot boy, I think. So. I might just be a stupid meepiot or well, something like that. that's just his accent. That's true. His accent's awesome. But when you said earlier, too, that how he has like his game show accent, and he does it quite a few times because there's the time he tries to get the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see that? And he and he plays Robin Leach yes. on the phone. And amazing. he does it amazingly. Amazing Robin Leach. They do that a lot for him to have his episodes where he can use his, his voice over character voice that he has. Which is funny because I remember the first time I ever saw Bronson Pinchot talking without his balky. It broke my brain. And I can't even imagine because I, I'm trying to think if I've ever acted. I mean, I'm sure I have. I haven't watched anything recently, but I'm pretty sure when I was young, I thought that that's just that he just had that yeah. accent. So. Yeah, I mean, you think that about actors when you're young. Yeah, you have no idea. Can I have some more of this um, two chicks sure orange ginger cocktail? Say, there isn't any more, but you didn't drink your other one. That's what I was hoping for. There Thank you. you. Go. You're welcome. Um, appreciate it. Um, anyway, so getting back to, hold on. I did want to say, too, that there's, you know, we always talk about old TV references, which always happens a lot. There's a ton of them in this And there's so many acted out things in this. But early on, um, I can't even remember why they said it, but, uh, I'm pretty sure he said, watch out, Gilligan, Skipper's got the frying pan. (laughs) But, uh, this was something that was, like, super kind of minute, but they were at an auction, like, in the last season. And... They show up there, and he's like, you're lucky I let you come. Larry lets Balky come with him. And it's the Howell Thurston auction. <laughs> and I was like, Howell Thurston? Isn't that supposed to be Thurston Howell? Mm-hmm. The third? So I thought that was interesting. I love when they bring up current pop culture because it helps me gauge where when, we are yeah. in this show. Yeah. Did you see him do the hammer dance? I did. Balky was wearing hammer pants. Yes. And he was doing the hammer dance. That so was he amazing. did that a couple times because he was also fresh young Balky B when he got to make his own music video. And if you saw that episode when he was mm. fresh young Balky B. I did. They smelly catted him. They did. They sure did. He did his whole video. Mm-hmm. And then when they watched it later, they dubbed mm-hmm. over somebody else's voice. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? It was part smelly cat part um jessica tsopolis does oh, forever yeah forever music video yep. where they had him wearing the hammer pants yeah so it was those two combined because they got them all like glammed up they did and then they dubbed over his voice yes mm-hmm. mm, so many things that always happens also we we forgot to mention a very big part of the first couple of seasons mm-hmm. and that is the elevator operator yes um harriet winslow mm-hmm. as in for real, it's Harriet Winslow from Family, Fl- Matters. Family Matters. And Larry made a huge point of introducing her as Harriet Winslow, even though Family Matters didn't start until 89. Correct. Which was two years later. Yep. So uh, Joe Marie Payton played Harriet Winslow in seasons three and four. Yes. And then... And Carl shows Carl up shows in season up. four. Yeah, and he's in a lot. So the spinoff happened because people loved Harriet Winslow. Harriet was amazing and she was so funny and she was like everybody's mom kind mm-hmm. of because Balky of course being innocent he is he'd play with the button and she'd open up the door and go don't do that baby <laughs> and she was in everybody's business because she could tell him what was going on on oh, the top yeah. floor she'd listen to everything and then her and uh Lydia her and Lydia became like they were kind of more frenemies they were like you know they'd be nice <laughs> to each other but they were kind of always in each other's face with stuff but i do love the episode where carl shows up and he's a cop of Mm -hmm. course which we all know from family matters uh 
he comes in and they're arguing. Him and Harriet are arguing and he says, this is a family matter and you're in the line of fire. Cute. And family matter started that fall. Mm-hmm. And Harriet just disappeared and they never explained why. Right. And I mean, I knew why because when I'm watching it this time around, I'm like, oh, that's because she had to go on to family yes. matters. But she literally just stopped being in episodes and they never mm-hmm. said, oh, hey, she's gone now. And actually, originally Larry and Balky were supposed to be in the pilot episode of Family Matters, but they ended up writing them out mm. and then they never the characters never appeared on the show although the actors did yes but the characters I was just gonna didn't. say i heard that they were both in there right but they didn't uh-huh. actually play they didn't play their characters. their characters i do have to talk about a strange episode that has me on a tangent that i need to go oh, on lord do we have time for a tangent we, I, it's gonna be a long episode okay so go ahead and go on okay your, oh, i'm gonna go on to, before you do that yes. can we just take a commercial break real we can quick? When you watched Batman as a kid, you enjoyed the colorful heroes and villains, the text sound effects on the screen, the thrill of watching a heroic crime fighter escaping from death traps and taking down bad guys. But the show was devised to interest adults, too. What did you miss as a kid? Sexual innuendo. The penguin's too small for me. Closeted gay characters. Like that cape, Batman. Freudian death traps. Has the giant clam really swallowed Robin? Police incompetence. Bruce Wayne is a millionaire playboy. (laughs) Hardly a secret identity for Batman. (laughs) Whether you're a kid or an adult, there's something to like about our favorite caped crusader. Tim and Paul dig for the deeper meanings under the Batmania every other Thursday. What's the podcast's name? To the Batpoles. To the bat poles. To the bat poles. Okay, welcome back. Back from the commercial, I have to go on a tangent. Okay. Okay. So we talked about this episode a little bit in text message. Except I did. And so you you saw the episode where Balky gets hypnotized. Yes. And he thinks he's Elvis. Yes. Which was just awesome because it was like if a bell rang, he thought he was Elvis. And again, Bronson Pinchot with his ability to be a character. (laughs) Amazing. So the phone rings and then he's Elvis. And if it rings twice, though, then he's back. Mm -hmm. And it's just amazing. But why am I have a tangent about this? Okay. So the doctor that comes in to hypnotize, he's dating Lydia, I believe. So they're having a party, right? And this guy That's, comes yes. in, the psychologist guy comes in and is is performing the hypno hmm. the hypnosis. I was a thousand percent convinced that this guy was Dr. Oz. I was like, this guy's Dr. Oz. And you're not gonna convince me otherwise. Voice was similar. You're going to have to go back and watch it now that I've said this to you. Voice was similar and everything. And I'm like, I mean, I know it's not because now the ages don't match up. But I was like, who is this guy? So went on a bit of a tangent and had to look into it. And of Mm -hmm. course, there's always things tie into everything that we're doing. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure. Uh, So his his name is actually Terrence McNally. Okay. And I swore it was Dr. Oz. Okay. He was on Star Trek and Barnaby Jones. And, of course, when I'm looking through his IMBD page, he plays a guy named Sam Barker on Dallas Season 9, which what? is the next season we're going to watch. What? So I'm going to see this guy again. But I was like, I'm so thrown by this. Oh, so I printed oh out a picture for you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Right? We're going to put this on our like our Facebook and yeah. whatever. The top picture is Dr. Oz, yeah. current Dr. Oz, Dr. Mehmet Oz, who most people in the world know because he's all over and has books. And the bottom guy is Terrence McNally. Natalie, they have the same eyebrows, the yes. same chin, 
everything is exactly the same except their nose shape. Yes. And if you watch that episode again, especially in the beginning. That's crazy. And listen to their voices even. He, although I was like, it's kind of not his voice, but I'm like, I, I'm telling you, this is Dr. Oz. And of course, when I'm doing this, it doesn't dawn on me that the age would not match up at all. <laughs> or wow. why would a doctor be acting on a sitcom? <laughs> um, but yes. So we're going to put that on because, oh my God. And yes. So yes. I will we'll have that. Because I had to go on a tangent about that. Because not only was that episode great, but I like lost my mind for a good day. I was like, oh my God. This is who this guy <laughs> I'm is. I'm losing my mind right now. Because <laughs> I was like, you know, sometimes you're like, you know, that I thought that was so-and-so. Yeah, you're and like, oh, oh okay, okay maybe. Gotcha. Until I, no. And I had to find the ones where they're kind of making like yeah. the same face. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. If, if you insane. put these two in a lineup, like that time that Larry yeah. was in the lineup. <laughs> With the guy who looked exactly. just like him, I would I would get it wrong. You'd get it wrong. You'd be like, oh, it's definitely that guy. And then you'd be like, well. <laughs> that that was, is so true. That was great, though, when they, oh my God. they did the lineup when he was supposed to get married. And the guy yes. comes in and he's got curly hair and he's got like a sour face. Just Because like the best part is they're like, Valky's like, I want to be in a lineup. And Larry's like, we don't have time. I'm supposed to get married. And he's like, fine, let's go out there. And Valky is between this guy and Cousin Larry. And this guy looks just like Cousin Larry. And Valky's like, uh-oh. And of course, the lady picks. And she's like, you know, the one with no upper lip. Which is what Valky always says to Cousin Larry, that he has no upper Hilarious. lip. Hilarious. Which is amazing. I did mention how I love episodes where they think about the future. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. my favorite episode, well, I mean, the baby game show one where was, where Balky did the um, announcer guy yeah. was pretty amazing. Yeah. But I think my favorite episode was where they were thinking about what it's going to be like in the future. And Balky was like in an ascot and he still had his Balky um accent but like he and jen he and marianne were married and jennifer and larry were married and um belky was all serious though and he was like you know larry larry was all pathetic larry and jennifer weren't weren't married married. that's right because he lost jennifer he was thinking about what it would be like without jennifer that's right and he was all pathetic and bald Mm -hmm. and and yeah yeah. and belky was like super rich Mm because i guess he was paying larry's rent or whatever larry's rent like bought the building so larry could live there yeah and he he was all like serious and uh, had like a silver fox thing going Mm -hmm. on and then um larry said something and and belky was like well of course i do don't be he, he didn't said say ridiculous. Different. He said yeah. something different. I was like, don't it. be yeah. silly or don't yeah. be stupid or something like that. And, and it was like, like oh. or like a, a way richer word or yeah. something or whatever. Like, don't, yeah. <laughs> that was a great one. I loved that. And then there's, of course, we talk about, you know, when there's a, an identical twin. Mm-hmm. Um, except Balky plays a couple of different roles. So he plays his own cousin who shows up and yeah. he is way like Valley Guy, dude. Oh my God. And so without accent. his accent, he's all talks like this. He had a Californian accent. Yes. And he almost, Balky almost gives him his life savings because he's his cousin. He kind of swindled him out of like whatever, said he had some deal he, he, he was He was do. making a beach towel that oh, looked like the beach. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> And so it was also awesome. And then later, Balky plays his own mom also. He yeah. plays mama. <laughs> um, and she comes and she makes Balky come back to Meepos. Mm-hmm. And Balky can't break his mama's heart. So he has to leave. That was also an episode where I was like, no. I thought yeah. I knew it was going to happen. but I had a note that I forgot to mention before going back to season one where we meet Mr. Twinkasetti's kids who are named Donnie and Marie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Actually, that was the season two Christmas episode. Oh, my God. That's right. I forgot. There's lots of uh, TV stuff, though, that's more... I mean, I, it's so funny because there were quite a few 
where they act out other stuff. Um, yeah, they did other shows. Like, they did so Laurel they did and Hardy. Ha- yep, and The Honeymooners. I loved The honey. That the So honeymooners. there's a scene in Honeymooners. Balky is playing Ed Norton. Mm-hmm. And he's doing the kick where he, like, slides backwards mm-hmm. and kicks and he falls on his face. Well, I saw an interview where he said that that was not on purpose. Supposed to. He acts, he, like, he slipped and fell on his yeah. face. And then Mark Lynn Baker's reaction to him was like real oh geez but then they kept it in there because they just kept on going and did their thing and you can see him like a couple seconds later he sits down on a chair and he's kind of laughing at himself (laughs) like oh my god i totally fell on my face those were amazing and i am not gonna lie like other than well he plays norton so amazing yeah they all do a great job but i don't know if like i was just so impressed by jennifer yeah being uh what's her name so just her her with her i mean she'd had the accent down yeah. perfect and ralph <laughs> i mean she just like and the, even with her hands on her hips i was like this is a great episode mm-hmm. of them guy all of these guys playing them and then uh the laurel and hardy was kind of i mean it was definitely spot on it just kind of drug out a little bit it was a little too much they were building a gazebo at their new house yeah and it was, I actually kind of watched it on Fast Forward. Because, you know, it's mostly silent. Anyway, I mean, they're just doing their thing. And I was like, okay. To be honest with you, I didn't watch this one. And I hope my parents aren't listening you to this. Because much. I watched way too much Laurel and Hardy when I was a kid. Mm. And I can't ever watch it again. And I really never watched a lot of it. And I <laughs> that was a hard episode to watch. But um, I do have to mention, too, that there's a great episode that is so in tying with my life. Because it was called A Catered Affair. <laughs> yeah. And Balky decided although this has only happened in one episode, that he's going to start cooking and catering events. And he books a party, and he only wants to book one party because he doesn't want to ruin anybody's stuff. And Larry tries to convince him he should book two parties at a time. He goes, no, 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 cousin, I don't want to, you know, like, whatever. So somebody calls while Balky's gone and wants a party for that same night. And so Larry makes a note and puts it on the phone. So, you know, and it's a touch dial phone. So it's sitting there. The The notebook is leaning on the phone. Well, Balky comes home later with groceries. And he literally, and again, physical humor, he's dropping everything everywhere and trying to get to the phone. Because the phone's ringing as he comes in. And, of course, he, like, pushes the notebook aside. Of course. And then answers the phone. And now somebody else wants him to book a party that night. And he's like, well, I wasn't going to, but now I'll book a second party. So he flips the page and starts making notes in the notebook. So they all end up at this banquet hall. And both parties, which turn into three parties, are all at the same spot, of course, because it's the same guy who's booking Valky. The girls show up in outfits to waitress. And then they're like, oh, we're going to do so well. And so then Cousin Larry, the, the one he took is for calorie counters. So the first party oh, Balky books is for Texans for barbecue. <laughs> Larry books calorie counters, so they need like no salt, no fat, whatever. And then the other party is Germans. So <laughs> they come in and Larry's like, what are you gonna serve the second party? And he goes like, Oh, Wiener Schnitzel and this and that, whatever. He's like, Oh, isn't that kind of uh rich for somebody who's counting calories he's like oh yeah you wouldn't want to give that to them or whatever and then they have this back and forth and then he's like wait what and they try to figure out what's going on well now there's three parties and of course they all blame larry because it is his fault of course and the girls are dressed in like cowboy outfits for the texans and then they bring braids down to serve (laughs) the german people and then then they're like and then at the end they serve the they serve the calorie counters uh drained out sauerkraut just so it could be 
like a vegetable salad. Ew. And then those guys all show up and they're like trying to bust through the door, of course, because they're hungry. It's very stereotypical mm-hmm. and very crazy. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, well, then they don't have enough plates because they only rented it up for two parties. So now they're in the other room. Larry's up on the thing doing like the do si and he's like, get up, leave your table. And, da, 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 and they're trying to gather the plates. And I'm just dying because I'm like, well, first of all, if anybody knew what went into like catering events sometimes and what you have to do. So they all, mm -hmm. and then all three parties end up in this room and it turns out great because everybody's having a good time. And then the people who are countering calories are stealing everybody's food and it's hilarious. (laughs) So I just thought that was funny because I own a catering business Mm -hmm. and it was great. Okay. So just so you know, (laughs) the two times that I worked with you catering, that's exactly how I felt. I was like, like, this is chaos. I hate this. Get me out of here. (laughs) Yep. It gets a little crazy at times. Uh, So yes. The worst. I mean, it's great for you. Yes, it is great. I love it. Oh, so. So we did say how Jennifer and Larry end up getting married, of course. And they, Balky is kind of clueless about how Marianne feels. Oh, my goodness. Like, she's like. She hints many a time. She's like, someone might want to marry you. And he's Mm -hmm. like, really? Who? How do I meet this person? And she was cooking for a party. And she goes, you know, so when someone's there that I might want to marry. And he's like, oh, you're bringing someone? (laughs) Right? How (laughs) awful. Right. So she ends up moving out. Yeah. Because she's like, well, if he's not going to marry me. Mm -hmm. And she even, like, they even tell him that. And he's just kind of like, okay. He doesn't get it. And He he does not get it. He doesn't get it. And then and he, he tries dating. to date someone else. He dates everybody. So they go on a few dates, and then he finds the woman of his dreams, who's the girl from Twin Peaks, who is who is in an earlier episode where they win like a they win like a shopping spree at the grocery store. Oh, was she in that one? Yeah, oh, I don't even remember. She was that. the cashier. So she's completely dressed and looks exactly like Marianne. Mm-hmm. And then they're all at dinner, and then Marianne shows up with her new boyfriend, who looks exactly like Balky. <laughs> But he's from Greece. But he's from Greece. And they're just like, oh. Uh, and it's awesome. And so then they end up like, she comes to the house after and they're trying to like talk to everybody. So Larry and Jennifer are like hinting around that they mm. should belong together. And they go in the kitchen because they're frustrated. They can't convince those two that they belong together. And then they come back out. And of course, Marianne and Balky are making out. <laughs> and... Balky turns, and they're like, oh, yes, take it slow. Good. Find your way back to each other. And then he, they yep. come up for air, and he's like, we're going to get married. <laughs> right? And we have to get married in 24 hours. Yep. So Which, do you announce it as a... It's convenient that Balky already has the suit that he's going to get married that's in. That's true. Because he was supposed to get married earlier. Oh, that's right. And my favorite part about this is the dance that they did when he almost married the woman he was supposed to marry, which is hilarious. They do it when he yes. marries Marianne. When he and Larry are going down the aisle. Oh, my God. It's and like this weird thing with their leg. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. Again, it's so funny because Larry's so serious. Yeah. Through the whole thing. And every time, this happens throughout the whole series, they'll be like, Larry is, like, mad about something and shows up to, like, work. And Balky is, like, singing and putting stamps and whatever. And then they both start just doing a dance. And, like, Larry just gets into it. And then they're like, da-da. And then he's like, okay, what I was saying was, and they do it a lot. And I just, I love the dancing and how choreographed everything is. And it's great. Hilarious. Because there's so much. And so uh, both couples end up pregnant. And right. because yeah. so Balky and Marianne go on their honeymoon to Mebos and mm-hmm. they're gone for like four months. Yeah. They said they were gone. Yeah. For a good four or five. I wrote it down. Five months in Mepos. So at the end of 
I believe it's season seven. Mm -hmm. So that's when they get married. And at the end of the episode, Larry and Jennifer are sitting on the couch. And he's like, it's great that they're going to be in Meepos. Or, you know, and he like, he's like, only a plane ride and a train ride and a boat ride. And then this. And he goes, and then they'll be at Balky's home. And she's like, yeah. And you know what else will be great? And in seven and a half months, you're going to be a daddy. And he's like, oh, great. And then he's like, he spits out his water. And that's like the end. Because there was an earlier episode, I think it was in that season, where he thought that she was pregnant because she was knitting baby booties. booties, Yes. Which is another thing that they do in lots of shows. Random. Which I feel like a terrible mother because I never learned to knit baby booties. I've never seen anybody in my real life. No. I mean, it's not older and maybe someone's grandma doing it. (laughs) But that's always the thing that they're like, look, that lady's... Knitting yes. booties, she must be pregnant. And, and I personally, and I don't have children, but I don't know a single one of my friends my age who told their husband that they're pregnant by knitting, by booties, knitting booties and handing them to him. No. <laughs> Maybe I should start knitting booties. You should, and see what. And he'll be like, what? Well, well, like, what's happening? <laughs> and then hijinks will ensue, and he is, his friend will have a plan. And they'll be like, what are we going to do? <laughs> Also, we have the um, we have the stereotypical Larry is freaking out when Jennifer is in labor. Yes, even though it is once again false labor because he's like, "Stop telling me that you're in labor." And then we go to the hospital, and then it turns out you're not. Yes. So then she tells him she's in labor, and he's you know freaking out. I and do- then Balky's not freaking out when Marianne goes no. into labor. But Larry talks him but into But Larry it. talks him into freaking out. And then Marianne just has the baby in the car in the driveway yeah. while the guys are talking. Um, I do like this, though, early on. So, And first of all, uh, Marianne has an amazing light pregnancy. It's just yeah. running around the whole time. And she's, a, what, a few months behind Jennifer. But I mean, that's how Jennifer's miserable and horrible <laughs> and can't stand it. And she's so mad. So, Balky has this root that he wants to know if Jennifer wants because it's supposed to help her. And it's called Mydol Crapablotilis Root. (laughs) And it's from Mount PMS something, which was hilarious. So they're like, he goes, well, we had to do something because the goat started exploding. <laughs> so she's like, I'm not taking that. because Oh, and then she, he tells Cousin Larry that it uh, causes women to, you know, be uh, have multiple, you know, passionate desires. And he's like, oh, well, maybe you should just try it. <laughs> so he decides to try it. So him and Balky eat this root. And it's like uh, psychedelic drugs or something. Yeah. I mean, and they're it, like have tons of energy and they act crazy. Yeah. It's like cocaine. Yeah. They are. Uh, That's exactly what I wrote. Kind of like cocaine. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so it was super funny and they were doing a bunch of random craziness. Oh my God. It was exhausting watching it them. It was exhausting watching them. But another episode too, when, when she was knitting the booties, they start imagining what it would be like if they both had oh sons. God. I remember watching this that episode. Originally. was strange. And also kind of just, like, so Larry and Balky are baby Larry and Balky. Which is so weird. In an over, like, a room with an oversized crib. Because they're babies, but they're adults in their onesies. And they're acting like babies, but also acting like adults and crying and sucking their thumbs. Giant diapers on. It was very bizarre. (laughs) Um, But, of course, in true fashion, uh, they go to have, when Jennifer's having the baby... All three of her and uh, Balky and Larry end up in a hot air balloon that takes off with no pilot. It stressed me out. And both men end up hanging over the edge while Jennifer's in the so basket. Ridiculous. And then uh, they get saved, but she has the baby by herself in the basket. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to say that their baby's name was Tucker, Jennifer and Larry's. And Balky and Marianne's baby, I think it's 
when I heard him say it, I think it's Rosepierre Binky Balky Bartokamus. It's Robespierre. Robes. I was like, is it Rose or is it Rhodes? I was like, what is it? I think it's French. Robes. I think you're right. So Robespierre Binky Balky Bartokamus is their baby. <laughs> and the other one's Tucker. Yeah. So I know. When I heard Tucker, I was yeah. like, well, that doesn't match with Robespierre. But no. Okay. And I do, I said this at the beginning of this episode, but I have to mention the part about um, Bucci Tag. Bucci. So, first of all, they introduced a young girl in, was it season six or something? And there was actually, they were meant to bring her on as a recurring character, I oh, read. Really? And she was only in the one episode. She was like a neighbor's kid, and Balky mm-hmm. decided to babysit her. And she's like, I don't know, maybe 10 or 12. So they're running around doing stuff all the time. he, and, like, kept her. Yeah. And she came to work and caused so many problems. Turned the sprinklers on. She's mm-hmm. done everything crazy. So Bucci tag is, like, you just barely tap somebody and you go, Bucci, <laughs> <laughs> And then you run because it's tag. So that's how you do it. So Rebecca and I are going to start playing that tag and doing. <laughs> I'm just going to start calling her on the phone and I'm going to hang up after and go, Bucci. <laughs> Uh, so that yeah, but you know what? Fun. When I answer the phone, I'm going to say, thank you for reaching out and touching me. Because <laughs> that's what Balky says. Yes, I love it. Can we quick talk about the cast? We can definitely talk about the cast. <laughs> Bronson Pinchot plays Balky Bartokamus. And he was born May 20th, 1959. I know somebody whose birthday is May 20th. Me too. <laughs> that is Cher's birthday. We celebrate it every year. We do. Um, he was born in New York, and he was also in Beverly Hills Cop, and Beverly yes. Hills Cop 2, which I've never seen. I'm sorry, Beverly Hills Cop 3. I've never seen either of them. I don't think I've seen three. I've seen Beverly Hills Cop, and I knew he was Serge. I, I did watch some scenes from it where he was Serge. That's awesome. He was in the first Wives Club. I heard that, too. I don't think I've ever seen that. I did. I watched the clip, to, and it did jog my memory. I have yeah. seen the first Wives Club. It's good. He was in the Langoliers which I think was the first time I heard him without an accent. Mm. It was an adaptation of a Stephen King short story. Okay. It, I mean, you know, it wasn't great. And immediately after Perfect Strangers, he starred in a show called The Trouble with Larry, which filmed seven episodes, of which three were aired before it was canceled. I did read that. Yeah. Which is sad. That yeah. It didn't go on. It, it was, it, I don't know, it was an odd little show. Yeah. I watched a little bit of it. It happens. And then we have Mark Lynn Baker, who plays Larry Appleton. I do have to mention that Bronson Pinchot was on one episode of Law & Order SVU. He was. Was he a and murderer? No, I believe he was a doctor. Oh. And when I read it, I was like, I have seen every episode of Law & Order SVU. Many of them I've seen multiple times. But this one, I as soon as I read it, I was like, ooh, I kind of remember him being... It's it's very brief, I think. Mm-hmm. So otherwise, I don't remember. But I'm going to have to go back and watch it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just had to mention that. Okay. So, Mark Lynn Baker was born June 17th, 1954 in St. Louis, Missouri. And he developed and performed in a two-man comedy show, The Laundry Hour, with comedian Louis Black Mm. in the early 80s. Interesting. That's strange. That is very strange. And if you look on Louis Black's, um, like, website or, like, his information page, Mm -hmm. you won't find anything about that. Huh. Which is weird. Very weird. So, like we said, in season one, he says he's 24, but um, Marklin Baker was 32 in 1986, mm-hmm. and Bronson Pinchot was 27. I know you like knowing how I do. I are. looked it up, and I was like, they're five <laughs> years apart, and then this, and then. And Melanie Wh- Wilson plays Jennifer Lyons, 
Um, and her dad was the don't squeeze the Charmin guy. What? Mr. Whipple, was that his name? Mr. Whipple, indeed. Yeah, that was her dad. Interesting. And then we have Rebecca Arthur, who plays Marianne Spencer. Mm-hmm. And she's in stuff. I just didn't write down what she's in. Yeah, I remember reading a little bit and thinking, oh, okay. And um, I feel like she does cooking shows maybe as she's gotten huh. older now or something that I saw. I um, love, Marianne was dumb. She would always say dumb things, mm-hmm. but then she would suddenly say something super smart. Yeah. Like she could ramble off, ramble off like sports statistics. Mm-hmm. And, and even something about the babies. She's like, no, that's at six months. And then, in, you know, in eight months, they have cognitive development of da 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 <laughs> Like, she'd say something, and they'd all look at her, and she'd be like, what? Yeah. But, yeah, she also was very, like, would say dumb things. But you saying the thing about the Charmin reminded me that Balky says a lot of... He remind, I'm assuming, like, in Splash, he learned how to probably, like, learn American culture by watching TV. <laughs> so, at one point... Um, when they were getting the alarm in their uh, apartment, the place was called uh, Safe at Home say, or something like that. And the guy goes, you're not fully safe until you're safe at home safe. And Balky goes, you're not fully clean until you're zestfully clean. <laughs> <laughs> so he always did talk about uh, commercials a lot, which I thought was but hilarious. But he mixed them up with other things. He would. Which is hilarious. And I love his sayings that he'd get wrong. Like, one of my favorites is, get out of the city! <laughs> <laughs> and he's always talking about Wayne Newton. Yeah. He oh. loves Wayne Newton. And you saw the episode with Wayne yes. Newton, right? So when Wayne Newton comes in, Wayne Newton says his catchphrases. Yes. Because Balky's been writing him letters for years. For, like, since, yeah. Yeah, for since he, he got to America for sure, about, yeah cousin larry and wayne's like oh this is cousin larry and, and he's um, like of course i did don't be ridiculous yeah and he's like get out of the city <laughs> he does say that to him and okay then I, this is such a weird episode and i was like trying to figure out wayne newton is like six two but in this episode yeah. he looks gigantic compared to them and i'm like are both of those guys ridiculously short they're always saying that larry is short right and um somebody calls tells Jennifer or asks Jennifer if she's still dating the troll. The troll. Yes, and Balky thinks that they own a troll. <laughs> Where's the <laughs> troll? Where do we keep him? What do we feed him? <laughs> but but when they're in the lineup, yeah. they're standing up there and yep. Larry is five... He, I think like he was five, like five eight. seven or five eight. Because Balky's yeah. like, but you told you me that you were five ten. ten. And he's like, well, the floor is sloped. But and all the time he's like, is this your magazine, short men of something or whatever? Like, <laughs> <yeah>. always. <laughs> Yeah, he it was like he bought his shoes at like Little Man or yeah. whatever. <laughs> because he has the answers to the game show written on his shoes. He yeah. goes, well, the bottom of this one says Little Man's whatever. <laughs> he gets all mad. But he's not that short. He's really so not. me. But I just thought it was hilarious because, yeah, the whole time. But I'm watching that and I thought, wow, is Wayne Newton way taller than I thought? And I looked it up and it said he was 6'2". And I didn't realize he was that tall, I guess. But I was like, oh, okay. So in that episode, Larry got the tickets because he didn't want Jennifer to get the tickets from an ex-boyfriend. Another hot ex-boyfriend, So apparently. he got the tickets by telling them that his cousin was losing his hearing and the last thing he wanted to hear was Wayne Newton or whatever. So... Wayne Newton invites him to a party in his mm. room, and then he stands up and he's like, um, "He's like, I, I just we want to mention a special guest and blah blah." And then Larry's like, "No, it's a fake. I, I made it all up." And 
when yeah. he turned to this old war hero he's, he's like, like you lied to me get impersonating out. a war hero get out of here and larry's like oh not that guy i met balky because wayne's yelling at balky because he thinks he's deaf he's oh, like i'm very, very honored that you would want to hear me and larry's like i told him that you were going deaf and the last thing he wanted to uh hear was him and balky's like and you waited this long to tell me i was going so he deaf. thinks he's going deaf it's amazing oh my god and I wrote this down. I think I texted this to you too, but also things that he says when he called somebody, if you, don't be a doubting Tomopolis. <laughs> I can't get that out of my head that you texted that to me. <laughs> and he says just stuff like that all the time. He like changes up all the little uh, phrases. Uh, and but I and I love the way, oh, that was what I just wrote down. I just saw you had faith in me when I wanted to throw up the towels. <laughs> <laughs> The language he speaks when he talks with Mama is, you know, very interesting. Then it's slightly English, but with a lot of opalises and alkies. And <laughs> what's amazing is you think that he's making up all of this, all of these words on the mm-hmm. spot. Yeah. Like that Bronson Pinchot is just making them up on the spot. But when he's talking about the necklace that he mm-hmm. has to wear for the wedding, mm-hmm. they say the name of it like yeah, they're 50 it's yeah. like some necklace over and over and everything he ever says even if it's like a potion or a soup larry repeats it right yes. away and doesn't have to ask what he just said right. he's like the da 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 and so it's always quite funny that so you know. i found this website Ooh. i'll put it on um i'll put it in the notes it's perfectstrangers.tv slash dictionary mm, okay and it's it's a dictionary it's a meposian dictionary cutting through the baba sticky which baba sticky baba baba sticky is sheep poop <laughs> oh well there we go and, and larry er, baba sticky balky at one point is like larry let's cut out the baba sticky <laughs> <laughs> by the it, way did you see that the play that larry wrote was called wheat What's your sign? Larry writes play, and they're like, oh, they don't tell him about it. They actually put it on, and then, of course, he ruins it somehow because he's Larry. Uh, But they're like, the name of your play, it's Wheat. Wheat. I was like, get out of the city. Get out of the Where do I come up with them? (laughs) And then we forgot his grandma's name was Yaya Binky, but she passed before she was able to come to visit. Oh, I do love the one, too, though, where he's making, he bakes the blanket for Koss and Larry. Mm-hmm. And he was started was on so it when sweet. he first got there, and he worked on it for three years. It was sweet. He's so sweet to Larry, and he's such a doof. Okay, let's get back to Larry. He's <laughs> he's angry all the time. He is. He comes up with the worst plots. Yeah. He never lets anyone help him. He's mean. Yeah. He's Towards the end when he's like, I've got, they're like, oh, dad. And he's like, a plan. And they're all mad because he's <laughs> right. like, it's always bad. His plans never He work. really is. You're right. I don't know why Balky's friends with him or why Jennifer is with him. Because That's he the is thing very, I can't get over. Yeah. I cannot get over his relationship with Jennifer. She should just move on. Because what does he provide for any of them? Nothing. Because no. they, they, move, they move to this big house that she mm-hmm. wants, but he can't afford pay the rent so she's doing extra flights because she's a flight attendant so mm-hmm. they don't see each other very much and that's like why would why would this young married couple need a three-bedroom right house yeah it's and just he, weird he got there because he was trying to impress her because he forgot to put the deposit on a new apartment mm-hmm. 
And so he's like, well, I'll do this and she'll be so impressed, but she'll insist we go get, and then I'll show her the dump. He can't do anything just straight <laughs> no. on. Everything he, he has lies, to be round yeah, about. And everything, and even it's like all, yeah, getting the tickets for Wayne Noon, everything. He's like, oh, no, 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 I'll take care of it. And then he has to go through so much crap to try to get. And the one time she was actually happy that he didn't lie to her. And I think it was, I don't even remember what happened, but Balky took a, like a stuffed bunny up and put it on her windowsill. And she comes <laughs> down and she's like, oh, I love it. And he's like, oh, I didn't put that up there. It must have been Balky. And so she hugs him and kisses him. And he's like, wait, it wasn't me. She goes, yeah, but you could have lied. I expected you to lie. Girl, <laughs> and I was like, you wait need a minute. to run. You need to run from she this relationship. Run a long time ago. <laughs> I was like, this is insane. So, yeah. Mm, Larry. So, I, yeah, I think I'm justified. And not liking Larry all those years when yeah, I was a kid. But I also, so. I do a little bit um, relate to him a little bit more now that I'm an adult. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I always overplan my vacations. Mm-hmm. And when they go to Vegas, which, first of all, he's like, Vegas is a hollow wasteland. It goes against everything I was told I believe in. So he doesn't want to go. But they do go. Yeah. And... When they go to Vegas, he has an itinerary that's like, we're going to go to the Hoover Dam, then we're going to the Liberace Museum, and that's exactly what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we're going to do this, and we're going to do this, and yeah. then nobody wants to do it, and then that's fine. Well, and I thought the same thing, because I'm very uh, much a planner, and I'm the one who's always trying to keep people in line. So even if it's like, hey, don't do that, although that might be fun, I'm like, I have to be logical about things. And I'm sure there are people that think I'm angry and crazy, but <laughs> I am definitely not like that. I'm going to call like, you Kusin Natalie. Kusin Natalie. <laughs> Except I'm not the one, yeah, I'm not the one who lies and does everything, so I'm definitely yeah, not Yeah, I don't need Kusin a roundabout scheme yeah. for everything in my whole life. I'll just be like, no, we're doing it like this because this makes sense, fools. Um, mm-hmm. So, yes. Very. And Balky does become a citizen. We forgot that part, too, right? Like, at the very end, he becomes a citizen. Mm-hmm. And has to come running in and do everything for the first time as an American citizen. He has to <laughs> ring the doorbell, jump on the couch, run up the stairs. He's so cute. He is cute. He's funny. And so loved it, loved it. I appreciate whoever um, suggested that we watch this show because exactly. I had forgotten about how awesome it was and now I remember how much I loved it. Yes. And I just see the sentence I wrote down about how he talks. What the matter with you is... <laughs> That's how he talks. So that <laughs> the matter it, with you what is. the matter with you is. <laughs> so I'm going to say that. I just saw that. Also, thanks to everyone who has left us an Apple review lately. Mm. Um, because they make us feel so nice. Yes. And they also help our algorithms and other space age stuff like that. That I don't know how that works. <laughs> so keep that coming because we've gotten some nice ones of those lately. Don't forget that you can get your 80s sitcom Bingo and Perfect Strangers Bingy on our Patreon page. So excited. That's patreon.com slash TV Tangent. And please check out our photos of Terrence McNally and Dr. Mavid Yes. <laughs> check out all our stiffs. And we have an Instagram page and we put fun stuff on there and yes. Twitter. And Christmas is coming up. Woo. So we're going to have some Christmas episodes. Yeah. Always in the festive moods. Do you have anything else to say about Perfect Strangers, which is totally the most fun oh show I've watched in a really long time? I know. This show is as fun as Full House. 
Oh, for sure. They do for a sure. lot of the same types yeah. of episodes as Full House. Mm-hmm. And they're actually made by Miller Boyette Productions, which makes Full and House. And Mark Lynn Baker was on Full House. That's right. As Becky's uncle. Cousin. Cousin. Dick, Dick Donaldson. Donaldson. That's right. <laughs> and he Oh, was. I do have something else to say yeah. about Perfect Strangers. Yeah. Sometimes the world looks perfect. Nothing to rearrange. Sometimes you just get a feeling like you need some kind of change. I only know that. No matter what the odds are this time, nothing's (laughs) going to stand in our way. No, but long-lost friends. Means every dark street, a light at the end. Everybody now, standing tall on the wings of our dreams. Rise and fall on the wings of our dreams. The rain and thunder, the wind and haze. I'm bound for better days. It's my life, it's my dream. Nothing's gonna stop me now. Okay. It is fun that every time we sing songs, we don't ever write it down. We just have to remember it. And then neither of us kind of remember it. But I've been practicing at the gym silently <laughs> to myself. Oh, sweet. Because I, I funny because love this song. The last two days, I have not skipped over the theme because I wanted to make sure that yes. I remembered it. And now I don't remember yes. it all of a sudden. Because I had it in my head, too. There's that one that we just both butchered on whatever line that was. But <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, yes. Because sometimes at the gym, you can't hit the 10-second forward. Yeah. It's all, I'm, my TV I'm, doesn't have I'm it doing and cardio so i'm like okay and then today mm-hmm. i watched the very last episode today mm-hmm. so i was like oh i'm gonna watch it because it's the last time because again we've talked about missing our friends when we're done with the show yeah. like i remember i remember this happened especially after i was watching mash and i was like i'm gonna miss these guys yeah i'm really gonna miss these guys yeah mm, i sad. know because all the balkyisms that oh, i want to say know. all the we time we have to keep saying them though We'll also have to say them to each other because I, I don't ever see anyone but you. I know. I was just thinking <laughs> that. I'm like, who else am I going to say? Of course I do. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. <laughs> so Get true. out of the city. Get out of the city. <gasps> oh, great times. Yay. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Okay. Wrap it up, sadly. <sighs> and I'll see you at Christmas you. time. Yes, indeed. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review and also subscribe so you won't miss an episode. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We love to hear from our listeners. For additional content, check us out at patreon.com slash tvtangents.